Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Cock! Come on, son! He was. She must have been. My sister must have been about. I don't know. Seven or eight. <laughs> she, she walked into the into the toilet because she'd been eating like I don't know Jolly Ranchers or like some hard boiled sweet. Yeah. And she was trying to. Uh, 
choke, started choking on it. Oh, fuck. So she was like trying to get his attention, but couldn't shout or make any noise. Yeah. So she walked into the into the bathroom. We had one of those showers over the over the bath, yeah. and was like uh, trying to reach through the shower curtain and was grabbing my dad's bum, like <laughs> just trying to get him, just trying to get his attention. He was yeah. like, "Get off, you fucking perv!" <laughs> perv. <laughs> Literally didn't turn around. He turned around, and she was like on her knees, like choking. Oh, bless. How old was he? Oh, I don't know, seven or eight. That's why my child will never eat hardball sweets. I can't be dealing with it choking. I can't even watch anyone watch hardball eat that sort of stuff. Fuck. But yeah. Um, so I've recorded all that, but I wasn't sure whether or not <laughs> where, 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 where it was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can you keep that in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It saved her life. She was choking. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, he called her a perv. <laughs> 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 yeah, he probably thought it was your mum or something. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you knew it was his. What are you doing? Get off. <laughs> you perv. <laughs> Is that how, how you wax country did you sound then? Perv. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, we're recording an impromptu podcast because, yeah, as Spurs, you know, Spurs fans, we kind of we understand that we're going to beat Watford at the weekend. Yeah, we, we shouldn't worry about that in any circumstances. Mm. But football is football, and we didn't want to come to next Monday and record and and not be able to to glow in the aftermath of what happened at uh, Swansea last night. An amazing, amazing experience. So <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? We haven't got a running order. We just literally decided to, to come together and, and do this. But we've got some questions sent in from a lovely audience and. Um, so we're just going to kind of wing it, but I think the best thing to start, the best place to start, was how did you cope and react to those last nine minutes of football? Well, I didn't cope. That's that's, that's what happened to me. I, I, I couldn't cope. Mm. You know, I've got a three-month-old daughter who was having a bath at the time, yeah, and uh, you know, she's uh, just needs to be routine, starting to settle down, about to go to bed to try and get her to sleep through the night. And when Sun scored the equaliser, I'm on my knees, like bang in the carpet yeah. in the middle of the living room on my own. <laughs> I have to watch it throwing my phone across the go like, <laughs> What did you? You were telling me about a bit because obviously you have to test whether the baby's got the right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Reflexes. So I, because I was like, well, she won't have heard that. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I was just creeping around because Ram was going to go mental. But she said that uh, when babies are. Um, with a couple of months old, they test their reflexes by like sitting them up and then dropping them, and their arms go out in the air, yeah. and that tests that you know that their reflexes are all right. And she said once, once son scored the equaliser, and I was just screaming like that. That's what she did, just <laughs> in the middle of the bath, oh. threw her arms up in the air, and threw it around. She'll, but, get, uh, she'll get used to that. Yeah. In about, in about, I don't know, like fifteen years. I've been better. I, I, I don't usually now, but that's why last night was so so good. I mean, first of all, I wish I was there, and the, and the thousands that made the trip up there have got something. Fully deserved for making that effort to go on a midweek mm. to you know to the I was going to say the other side of the country then but essentially isn't pretty, it yeah, yeah. Nice. quite far um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know which which is which is amazing but I, I haven't been like that there have been times big games like we talked last week City away last year and that type of stuff but this this had that feeling again this had that Watford last season feeling when Sun scored that um, mm. Sun scored that uh, I don't know what that little flick yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just you know I'd, I'd resign myself to it knowing that. Oh, for fuck's sake this, this tonight could have gone worse because Liverpool were winning 2-1 at that point mm. Chelsea were, were winning and, and, and obviously the scum had, had, had won as well and I was thinking fuck's sake. all the hard work that had happened on, on Saturday yeah. by yeah. catching points it was almost gone, um, but it? It, was, it was yeah I mean I, I didn't cope is the answer it was brilliant I was in a situation where I'd, I'd gone like full circle I'd just accepted it and I was starting to rationalise with myself that it's okay well you know we've lost three points but we're still finished second and then um, we equalised as I was outside of my flat 
and then I looked for the rubbish to go back outside the flat. So I started figuring up excuses because I wasn't watching the game. I couldn't mm. get a stream on my phone. And I was out, and I'd taken the rubbish outside as we equalised, and then I just stayed outside the flat, and then we scored. So um, I'm quite superstitious, so I think I might start <laughs> just stayed there. going to the team. Oh, oh, right, I thought you meant you just stayed out there for another time. Yeah, I, I stayed outside for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go back inside. Well, just, just to help Spurs? To help Spurs, man, of course. Yeah, that's weird. When, when I was a kid, I used to do this thing where I'd, I'd have, like, literally maybe ten, I'd have imaginary pedals. Okay, yeah. So I'd have defence pedal, yeah. and I'd have attack pedals, and in my head, I would push them. So if we, if we had the team coming towards... I would look... When I was a kid, I was terrified. I didn't understand football. Scoring a goal is quite a difficult thing. That's why, you know, generally, you know, four goals in the game is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? And as a kid, though, I thought that every time someone went forward, we're going to lose, we're going to concede. Yeah. We're going to concede. So in my head, I had this thing where I pushed the defence pedal in my head. Do you do it with your, physically with your foot? Yeah, your so there? I'd be sitting there like that, and then I'd, I'd put it down. Like, we won't concede now. Right, and then, that's amazing. And then, and then when we're attacking, I'd be like, "And the attack." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, like if you were like a passenger in a car. Yeah, I get nervous about a missus driving. I'm always doing the imaginary brake. Yeah, but that's about your safety. This was just me <laughs> willing, wanting, something. willing something. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I've never told anyone that. <laughs> during during Italian ninety, it was when England were playing Belgium. Every time Belgium attacked, I kind of made myself go blurry eyed. <laughs> And the ball never went in. <laughs> and I don't know if people remember this game or they've seen the highlights, but Belgium were thumping us. They hit the post. They should have scored 100 goals or something. But every time I went blurry, they didn't, the ball didn't go in. And then I would focus as England attacked. And then obviously Platt scored the goal. And right. Well, when you, this is when you were kids, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The only thing I've ever had close to that is I remember running back from the park. We were, I can't remember where we were playing. Um... Running back from the park to go and see what the Tottenham score was on teletext, mm. uh, and just go and thinking, if I just say Jose Dominguez over and over again from now <laughs> until I get into the door, mm. then we'll, we'll have won. And then he appears, we did it, yeah, appears we did in the mirror like the candy man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the pedals thing is fucking amazing. I know, it's weird. Kids are weird, aren't they? Um, so I had, uh, I, was, I, 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 saw, I saw up until about, I'd say, 75 minutes, and then the stream was a fucking nightmare, so I give up. Um, but I kind of resigned myself that we, we were going to lose, and it was kind of, it, it kind of, it, although this isn't any Tottenham that we, we've kind of we, we've seen in the past, we understand that this is a different level of Tottenham, and, and, and Pochettino has changed the philosophy at the club and all that sort of stuff. But I thought they're still within us and, and any team to fuck it up and not winning away at Swansea when you want to essentially go to win the league. It's, you've got to win there. You have to. And we had we were on eighty eight, you know, got to eighty eight minutes and and uh, eighty six minutes, and I went out for a fag. And and my, remember, my, my 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 dad, his wife doesn't like swearing that much, not right. not just vulgar swearing anyway. Mm. You're allowed to sip it out without saying anything, but generally she doesn't like it. And uh, I went out for a fag, and he went, "We fucking gone!" <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." Yes, get in, fucking hell! And I was like, yes, all right, we're drawn. Did you come running back through the yeah, kitchen? Yeah, bit yeah, into back through room, the yeah. kitchen, into the living room. Going, yeah, come on! And uh, I was like, oh, brilliant. Well, we haven't lost, and you know, he's, you never know what might happen in the Chelsea game because they finished, they, they started 15 minutes after us. So I was like, it's not the end of the world, especially coming from the point where you just, despite us dominating most of the game, it didn't feel like we were going to score. And then I went out and seen Rennie. <laughs> Son, we fucking done it, girl. No, I was just like, I was like fuck, I'm losing my shit. He's running in, going, ah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I was like, well, fuck it, two one. I can go like, you know, you know, like football has a, an amazing effect. So like once you've 
when you've won, especially when you kind of done, you, it's, you've snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat, you you have that moment of self of contemplation when you're on your own yeah. and there's no one to talk to you and you kind of haven't you're off social media and you just think this is great. Mm. Yeah, I feel good. It's done that to me. And then fucking fucking Ericsson, <laughs> get in. That was the start, of, mate. It was it was brilliant. It's funny how you remember. I remember the stuff I was shouting, but I couldn't remember the goals. So when much because I was just just gone, just just in in that moment, you know, as much as as much as you can be in a moment on your own in a in a, in a living room. Um, yeah, I just remember when that ball when Delia played that ball through the direction. I was like, "Go on, fucking finish this shit!" <laughs> Shaking my hands, like yeah, yeah. Ah, the phone's on the sofa, and I'm stood up on my feet, looking over it, punching. Destroyed him. It was a really sexy goal from Ericsson and it was oh, that, a little that, shimmy, the little shimmy, one, yeah. one, gorgeous. That, he just took like one touch. He barely yeah. touched the ball. He just did it all with his hips and his movement. How about the um, how about that ball from Ali as well? It was oh, great. Just yeah. incredible. Uh, really nice play from Janssen and then. Ali just split them. It was, um, you know, there was a lot of excuses that Tottenham could have made injuries and mm. then up against a team that, are, you know, they're, they're doing better under Clement. And maybe back in the past, we always look for a narrative, we always look for a reason. And maybe in the past we would have crumbled, but it was great just to see us keep going and these kind of squad players just really step up. And you know what the feel of it is, right? Is It's two things that I want to say. First of all, you look at the celebrations. Of each goal, the first goal goes in. It's muted. Literally, the rest of them. No one. I don't think anyone even goes over to Ali. Do they? No. He goes the ball, and yeah. they're already halfway back. Was as he's carrying the ball back, yeah. and that, that just shows belief. I mean, they knew there was going to be a lot of added time, granted, but mm-hmm. um, but that that was that was something really nice. The second goal, Janssen's little celebration to himself after he saw that <laughs> flick go go through, and some put it away was was again excellent. Yeah. Would you would you say uh, Janssen? Changed the game? Was that too yes. much? Yes, yeah. of course he did. I know, but you're ultra positive. What would you say? Uh, yeah, of course he does. He's um, he offers something different. Did he, he change the game last night? Yes. He may not be the world's greatest striker, and may not be the world's greatest striker, but he has the ability to change games. And I think a couple of weeks ago, I said I think he's probably better through the middle than Sunners. And I think I feel like hugging see you. See, bit. see what what was good about this, and, and finally, we, uh, we can legitimately say some positive things about Janssen. And, and, and granted, any positive thing that he does is going to be latched onto. And this is the kind of stuff you'd expect from him to do. But he's. His problem isn't his technique. No. His problem isn't his ability to strike the ball. It's not his, his understanding of, of what his role... Well, no, actually, that's the problem. I think his positioning and his, and his general his in, or game intelligence is the problem. And maybe that will be able to, to come into that. But I've been impressed in his cameos in recent times. And he, was resp- he, had, a hand in, he had a hand in two of the goals. And if, if, if Fabianski hadn't made that save with, with the little chip over from, mm. I think that was Ali, wasn't it? And, yeah. You know that that was that was that was a goal. Mm. You know that that could have that could have turned around things even earlier. You know, so it's it's. I thought he was. I thought he did well. The the, the the issue is is that you know, eventually they'll be you know he's judged on goals. You know, so it's all very well you know things like this going on. And, and like you say, I'm I'm very positive about him because I don't see the point in being negative about a 20 year old, 22 year old kid mm. who's his first year in the Premier League, but. You know he'll he'll have another year and he's going to have to start. He, great, he gave a good interview the other day and he just said, you know, I don't care what's been happening. I don't know. He said I'm here to fight and I'm not leaving Tottenham and unless we say we're going to sell you. He's he's ready to stay and fight and that's the time for attitude. And, and why wouldn't you want it to be fair? Spurs mm-hmm. seem a great, an absolutely brilliant football club to belong to at the moment from a player's perspective. But when I saw the team sheet come out, Lorries missing, Winks, Wanyama, um, Kane, obviously Rose. Uh, Lamella uh, hasn't been available for a long time. That's six first team players. Mm. Uh, 
bar, bar winks actually, but he's turned into one. I mean, yeah. I was a little bit anxious because Swansea, they have had some improvement. Um, it hasn't been gargantuan, but they, they look better than they had under Clement. Um, I wasn't massively confident when I saw the amount of players we had out. I was like, if we win here, that would be a massive statement. Mm. And the fact that we went through so much of the game without being, without scoring, but being on top, you know, it wasn't just that as well. It, it happened. It was a game where people who have been playing okay had, had dodgy games. You know, Ben Davis was, you know, and I give him a lot of stick. But the last yeah. couple of weeks, I've I've said, you know, fair play. Maybe I was wrong. It was a question of, of game time, and he's and he's been slowly improving. But he had an absolute mare. Kyle Norton owned Ben Davis last night a couple of times. <laughs> you know, and and. That's that's a struggle, you know, when you can get done with Carl Norton coming in on his left foot yeah. and and nearly and nearly scoring. That's that's something to worry about. And I thought um, I thought Dyer struggled for the first hour. I know I was chatting to Windy afterwards, who, who thought he was pretty magnificent for hour. But I, I thought he struggled first half. I thought the, too much of a game passed him by in a game where we needed someone in that position to be able to grab hold of it. Same same with Dembele. Um, so if it wasn't just the injuries missing, I think there was a bit of maybe we we're feeling a bit sorry for ourselves or. Um, or you know, Swansea deserve a little bit of credit because they they came out and worked and worked very hard and and did all right. But it just shows that type of result. You know, that, it's cliche, but that that's what you know title winning results would be. If Chelsea had done that last night, you know, they'd be saying, "Oh, look, that's why they're champions." Mm. You know, or champions yeah. elect. You I know, mean, we did the classic thing. We gave a relegation threatened team something to hold on to within the first ten minutes. And we were we were always going to be up against it. We got you got to start quick, finish them off. But you know the, the game's ninety minutes, and eventually the pressure and the possession it told. And we spoke we spoke on Monday that their defence isn't great, and we, the chances were going to come. It was just a question of taking <coughs> when when they did come. And the wonderful thing is, um, everybody was already starting to talk about us choking. And there was one one journalist in the Daily Mail who mm. went, "Oh, the choking starts. Arsenal now just eight points behind." But we didn't choke. We won the game, and it's got to go down as a three-one win. Did he get some pelters after? He got fucking destroyed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> who was it? Um, guy from the Daily Mail. Fucking can't remember his what name. Time? The guy with Valderrama as his avatar. Um, well, uh, I just wondered if he want we invite him on the pod. <laughs> yeah. So he can apologise to all the Spurs fans. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, it, that winds me up when journalists do that. They use yeah. a, a tired narrative to, to get to, to, to have a banging tweet. Uh, I mean, what would you expect? I don't expect anything different, to be honest. But it's um, yeah. I was. Do you know what also was was amazing about last night was was Pochettino, um, his comments afterwards. Mm. You know, and we've talked about Janssen, well, uh So basically, saying you know, look, it's, it, it, it's a, that result is, is incredible and the reason why we got that incredible is because of this, pointing to the badge. He said it's about the badge. It's not about, it's not about individuals at Tottenham. It, it's, a, it's about the team. Mm. Uh, and you can tell that, that's, that that is the type of thing that he's been installing in, into them yeah. in terms of this isn't about you, Deli Alley, or you, Christian Eriksen. This is, this is about all of us because without uh, you know, him or him, you can't do your job, you know? Yeah. And, it just felt like we had a very small, very window into the type of thing that he's been putting into them as, you know, as a psychological thing rather than the stuff on coaching. And you said on Monday, um, I think that, you know, he's as important off the pitch as he is on it with his comments and saying the right things at the right times. And that was just another example of it. One of the things about Pochettino is not just not just those those quotes; it's the way players are moving forward. And I, I said last night on Twitter that. 
Gerard was talking about Man City needing to buy six players to win the league, but it's just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Any team buys six brand new fifty million pound players, yeah, first team players. Yeah. But the key about Pochettino is he's taking these players and he's he's coaching players, he's improving them, and we will wait to see what happens with Sissoko but there's been marked improvements in all of our players since Pochettino's been there and his coaching his training the way he handles himself and his players it's it's something marvellous and the more that this happens and even if we don't win the league I am I've always had my worries about him because of Fazio and fucking Dortmund and I've always had issues with him slight issues but now I'm completely I'm completely in love with this guy also, what it, what it also does, a result like that last night, of getting those types of goals that late on. Do you remember, um, was it last season? Or it might have been the season before, actually. Um, we had that little period that we five, six games on the trot, Hull, Swansea, of, win- yeah, of, winning, of winning games late on. And when you get into a habit like that, if you are struggling or a goal down or you need a goal with mm-hmm. five, ten minutes to go, mm. you know, that, that belief <coughs> and that, that strength is even stronger. And I always remember something that Roy Keane used to say was, you know, United would would go and you know during their dominant years, there would be there would be a period of time where you know they would they would go into certain games maybe a bit lackluster or you know like you say a relegation team gets a goal early on from nothing and yeah. something to hold on to. But you know they had a firm belief that we match them for effort and do keep doing our job for however long we need to keep doing our job and those chances will come and because we've got the quality that we've got. We, we'll make the most of it, and that's what happened. All right, so we're going to do some questions. Uh, the first one has to be an amazing uh, belter of a tweet uh, from Billy T. He says, does Son have the best limbs-to-matches ratio <laughs> of any Spurs player in history? He has He has been on the end of some absolutely massive goals. You think? Yeah. So Watford away, yeah, what, Chelsea at the battle of the second goal, you know, when that was to put yeah. us 2-0 up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this one. Last night. Um, Wickham. Wickham. Palace one 0 even in the. Nah, uh, I wouldn't say that one. Really? No, I, think, I, went I think it's quite it. close. I went mental, yeah, mental yeah. everything. I think it's true. quite close between Ericsson and um, Ericsson and Son because Alex, Alex mentioned Son. Uh, Ericsson did go through a stage where a away. Sheffield United in yeah. the cast. Swansea well. the two free Swansea, kicks. Yeah. yeah, he was doing it. But, but that, again, Swan, that isn't a limbs moment. The second one was it was quite late. On, I don't it? think so. It wasn't. No. It, it was. Do quite, you understand what it means? Yeah, of course I do. I'm, I'm just, not going to get too excited yeah, about everything. as a sidewinder uh, suggestion, I would say Jermaine Genus. He he had some absolute belting moments Go against uh, Arsenal. Yeah, his goals he yeah. scored against Arsenal. The one nil when we needed we needed the goal. It was we scored the away goal at the Emirates uh, in the first leg and within a a minute and a half coming on the uh, of starting we'd, we'd scored to put us 2-1 ahead in the mm. tie uh, the last minute goal we scored against Arsenal 2 all. is it Genis? I don't remember that one yeah at, yeah. at, at White Hart Lane yeah he had that he also had the free kick against United. Um, Man United yeah Taylor also uh, well he's not with us anymore but Aaron Lennon had a couple as well mm. yeah the Chelsea 2-1 Chelsea 2-1 Arsenal 4-4 yeah. even the second goal against uh, Arsenal at Wild Lane people mm. went there because mm. they were so so um, but Son in, in his short period has, has delivered Son and, and especially because it's been in games where we've been out of it and it looks like it was all over and he's just pulled it back and the fact that you don't really expect it from Son well we do now but you know he's a, he's a squad player if everybody's fit he's on the bench so the fact that he's now getting these big goals is, is a, it's a nice thing. He was really frustrating last night as well, but That's at, at times. Yeah, exactly. But he can still come up. You still you still trust him. If, if someone gets that one on what that position, I would rather probably him 
or Ericsson, I wouldn't have, you know, if that had been Janssen or Deli Alli, even Deli Alli, I wouldn't have been confident of him finishing that at that point. Um, yeah, no, yeah, he's he, he was somewhat fortunate, but he, he, I guess he, he didn't have a great target to aim at when he mm-hmm. scored. But um, it, it's incredible, actually, that we're going to have probably Son, Ali and Kane all finish on plus 20 goals in the season. Mm-hmm. That's three players. You, you know, you most teams are crying out for one 20 goal a season striker, mm-hmm. and we got we probably will have point, three yeah. by the end of the season. Yeah. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, what other questions did we have? Yeah, have you found any? There's a good question here from um, at Chicago Spurs. Was that the least Spursy moment in the last 27 years? Probably. Yeah, yeah, because it was. There was so much. There was so much on it, really. Well, like I said, all of the injuries, all of the pressures from from the other perform, um, other results. So obviously, the players didn't know necessarily about those results. But as, as fans, we kind of saw the, the, the all the high the, the, the entire picture and. It was relief, but it was also we're not Spursy in the conventional sense anymore. I think um, it's funny because the last couple of years there's been there's been games like where you can't Spurs, particularly midweek games towards the end of the season, um, where you know you're playing you're kicking off earlier than a, than someone that you're up against, mm-hmm. um, you know a Chelsea or a Leicester or whatever, or you know our case when we had five of those Monday night football things on on, on the trot afterwards, but. You know, at Stoke last year when we went and won four nil, um, you know, with three four games uh, yeah. left to go. You know, that was something where I thought, well, that we that's a that's a that's a corner turning absolutely. Moment, you know, and last night was was another one of yeah, those. But and what happened after that Stoke game? Well, the, Chelsea, the, but the Chelsea, is, yeah, but the, yeah, I get okay. This fair is what is like a nagging doubt. But the West Brom, but that West Brom game, for example, when it, where it went to one one. That wasn't us not turning up that day. I mean, we hit the post three times. Ali got sent off, and then they and they get and, and they got that header right at the end. You know, so th- things are changing. I, I genuinely felt that we were particularly unlucky last year. Then the Chelsea game, Tottenham. I mean, a game like Tottenham Chelsea with that much, mm-hmm. you know, those situations are going to be rare when yeah, yeah. Chelsea are able to, you know, have not turned up all season and have had, got the energy to turn up for one game. You know, so that's the type of thing that we're not doing now. So it, that's this encouraging. T wants to know: Would you stab Harry Kane in the leg for five million pounds? I don't. Yeah. Oh. Because I talked about stabbing my mum in the leg. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, five mil, yeah, I'd stab anyone in the leg. But it probably cost us the title. Well, Spurs winning the title, or I have five Well, well that's I, not what it is, but let's say that that's well, what it if is. Well, if you go and stab Harry Kane in the leg now, he's not going to be playing the rest of the season. Yeah, so you're asking, I have five million pounds, or Spurs win the title? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the five mil. <laughs> five million pounds. I, I, yeah, I think I might as well, actually. Every, anybody would listen to this word. You'd be out of your fucking mind. If you said, I'll stab Harry Kane, but I'm not stabbing a horse. Okay. <laughs> um, um, no, you wouldn't stab a horse for £5 million. Nah. Think of all the horses you could save. What? Why? Well, with rescue horses. Well, no, because it's my, my five million quid. I don't want to spend it on anyone else. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm no, already no, doing my bit for animals by well, not eating them. Listen, listen, listen. There is this, this philosophical uh, question, right? Is if there's... Um, there's, there's, a, there's two rooms on fire. In okay. one of the rooms is a baby burning, right? Mm. Another room is Mona Lisa. Which one do you save? On a baby. Which one would you save? It's tough, man. What? 
Well, you got you got something which is a, a work of art that brings joy to millions and millions of people. Does it bollocks? You could save the baby. It could turn out to it's be a fucking nonce or something. It's a shit, it's a shit <laughs> drawing. That is. It's just it's a, a shit drawing. That isn't. That's not <laughs> such a shit drawing. No, the, the, the philosophical question isn't that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that the, you asked the question. I know, but it's not. You're supposed to look at it and go, right? You got a crying baby. baby. What if that baby was <laughs> half Italian and won the World Cup for you? Listen to me. It's not an answer about whether or not the baby's going to grow up to be a dick or, or it's a piece of art that brings joy to millions. It's one's worth 50 million and the other's just a baby. So, just. But what I'm saying is that you could take, if you think of it logically, you could take the, 50 mil, the, the painting, sell it for 50 million and fucking build an orphanage or whatever yeah, it is. That's exactly. So ridiculous. what do you do? Do you save lots of people? <laughs> or do you save one little baby? No, because I can guarantee you save that one. You don't know what's going to happen in the, in the future and what things going like that. You're wrong. Mona Lisa's shit. But that, that's... Sorry, Callum Stewart, ninety-four, wants to know: Is it acceptable to get Danny Rose tattoo on your chest? No, no, never acceptable. That's ridiculous. At NZ at N seventeen underscore THFC wants to know: Which player would be the most enlightening to do a tab of acid with? Oh, go on. Um. Oh, uh, the, the problem is, is that you don't get to, acid or, or, or mushrooms are very much about the mind. And the people you spend around, that you need to be around ultra positive or, or, or very kind of forward thinking people, not Danny Rose. No. <laughs> Danny Rose would be the worst. Um, Harry Kane, the way he speaks, might freak you out on acid. I, I would be inclined to say Pochettino. I know he's not a player, mm-hmm. but he's he, how, how kind of in tune he is with human beings. And how how well he speaks of uh, and how positive ultimately and a decent human being he is, yeah. I think it'd definitely be uh, Pochettino. I quite like the idea of Michel Vorm. I think I think he's probably well read. He's a nice, I met well him. He's a nice guy. Well balanced young man, and I think he'd be quite. I mean, I don't have much experience with acid, but I think he'd be a safe person to do it with. Yeah, uh, but definitely Danny Rose would be the worst person <laughs> on earth. Uh, what else we got? If Alexis Sanchez pulled a reverse. Sol Campbell and joined from Arsenal how would you feel? Um, so I've been asked this question because I work at Ball Street I'll be, I've been asked this question lots in this week and I've come to the conclusion that both things both results if you joined would have beneficial and horrendous consequences or, or results so it would be terrible because he's a stalwart Arsenal player he brings with him the very fabric and essence of Arsenal and pollutes our football club with it. Mm. Right? But, <laughs> yeah. but yes. he wins the league next year. Yes. One. Secondly, they would break. Yeah, I imagine that is just... And I don't... I think that's almost... Too, there's too much joy in it. Not to, not to say it wouldn't be a, a good thing, but my, always my first and most guttural reaction... Is uh, is the fact that he's a gooner? He doesn't he doesn't epitomise them as much for me as someone say Ozil does, and I, I don't know why because they're both you know both relatively mm-hmm. non-committal about about the club. They've never been you know they're not Jack Wilshers, are they? Yeah. But uh, I must admit the, the San- he, he doesn't seem as if he's like he's there. He was he went there because it was an opportunity at the time, you know, rather than you know oh, I love that club. That's where I want to. Well, go. he wasn't playing for Barca. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I mean, just to see. I mean, imagine, imagine the 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 absolute carnage if he did. I mean, it'd just be oh my god. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I've got a question from Phil Blyton. He says, "Is there a podcast post glorious Swansea win?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. 
Mine's just uh, so died, what, so. one, one, one of my issues, like, there's always there's some Spurs fans, and, and they're human beings, and, and they can focus on the negative. Like, given what happened yesterday, it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating that you get a question that says, why is Sissoko still getting minutes? <laughs> like, I understand that's a question. It's something we have to think about as Spurs fans, and, and that... You know, he, he's had his moments this season, but ultimately he hasn't performed in, in the way we'd hope. But why ask that question now? Why no, focus yeah. on that now? It's like we've had so much goodness in the last to, to, to enjoy it. I, mean, I felt he actually. Yeah. I thought early on he actually got into some some good positions. You know, I mean, look, you're clutching at straws when you spent thirty million quid on someone and saying he got in good positions. Although yeah. he almost did win me over midway through the second, just before he went off, running forty yards back from Swansea's half to the halfway <laughs> line. Uh, and making a slide tackle from behind and winning the ball that was uh, that was pretty glorious we've got a question here from at boom boom yid would you see Spurs relegated if it meant you pocketed one million pounds I mean a million no. pounds to see Spurs relegated oh actually oh, yeah yeah I would yeah of course I would we'd come back up and imagine the fun you'd have down in the championship look yeah I don't know. A million. I mean, I wouldn't save a baby. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I wouldn't save a fucking human I don't know a baby. I'm supposed to get really a million pounds. No one wants it. That's why you get a million pounds in return. But you go and you'll still be able to go to football with us. We'll still be able to do this. We'll still have fun. What's the difference? I know, well, I don't think it's a lot about us rather than all the Spurs fan base there. Well, yeah, but that's because we're being nice with a week in a pocket. I, a million. I wouldn't take a meal's not enough. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't believe you. I think if, no. if I gave you, if I had a case right now and I went here. I wouldn't get it. relegated. No. I don't see I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would take a million I would take a million one million pound bung if it meant us not winning the league, but I don't want to get relegated. Relegate me. Relega- I don't know, it's just weird. Is this is this because you're like down. built in competitive, you can't yeah. yeah. Like, I understand why you say no, but pounds. Imagine I'd love that. My mate I've got a villa mate, right, who um he's having a time of his life. Support like like going grounds and, and atmosphere wise and having fun in the championship. Fuck that. Um, at Turnstyley on Twitter wants to know which bird would win in a fight, a swan or a cockerel? A swan, hundred percent. Over a cockerel, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Really? They, they, they can break your arms. About swan. three times the size of it as well. But he hasn't got like spurs. They're not born with spurs unless they're treated ill. Cockerel, I thought cockerels had like sharp bits on their feet. No, not no. all of them. Some of them are, no. some of them are soft. Oh, but a swan, well, no, 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 none of them do. The spurs were put on the back of cocks when they were cockfighting. No, you, but you're thinking you about actually, actual spurs. I mean, you're talking about the little bit of fleshy yeah, the, the, the on the back. Yeah, talent. Not actual, we know we're not born with actual spurs attached to them. Yeah, but those things aren't used to. Oh, forget it. It doesn't matter. Okay. Swans are dangerous, man. You they broke, just, you, broke you, my uh, mother-in-law's dog's leg once. Brilliant. <laughs> um, probably deserved it. It was probably attacking the swan. Uh, no, I well, actually it might. I can't remember. What you know? You, 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 yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jake Rich wants to know: Can the human centipede sketch be this year's Dave tattoo? Well, no consent in a sketch, so there won't be anyone. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really disappointing. Um, the, at the Spurs drum wants to know: What's your favourite road? Huh? What's your favourite road? Aren't you screening these? Yeah, well, you just can't read whatever you. What has this got to do with top? Just beat Swansea 3 1. Yeah, panicked. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gap in the conversation. <laughs> and I've, I'm filling. But I've got a couple Where's of questions. The, I want to know. My favourite road. Uh, no, answer it. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Good question. I quite like the M40. It's quite nice. Fuck <laughs> me. The bit that goes downhill. Yeah. Um, um, how great. Uh, what? I was going to ask you what's the best because 
from when I moved from Bristol to London, I've only been able to go to like uh, Tottenham games and particularly away games since I've actually been able to afford it in the last few years. What's the best away day you've had where you've got, took a result? Whether we've won or whether it's been last minute or whatever, what's the best? Uh, the thing that literally comes out, uh, immediately comes out, is the Men's City away 1993, uh, beating 4-2 in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. That comes out. Um, buddy. How old were you going along with your dad? I don't really have any glorious away days. Uh. I've seen, I mean... I've seen us win at Fulham, but I wouldn't exactly call that. That Actually, was fun, though. Well, the Holtby winner. And uh, one where it looked a bit offside, where I think Gallas or Sandro did a kind of swerve around the ball. I see uh, uh, Coventry when we beat them 4-0 away at Highfield Road. Oh, yeah. I was at, I was at that game. Really? Long time ago. Yeah. It was like in the early, early 90s. Maybe mm. in the late 80s. No, I, well, I must have been No, time. actually, no, it wasn't. No, 90s. It was Sharon and Barnby. No, I was uh, in Coventry. I spent four years in that shithole. <laughs> Fulham away was good when a Holtby winner that was because again that was quite late I think we equalised uh, relatively late on on that as well alright before this runs out of steam because it's fucking hard work now isn't it uh, Pete Wren <laughs> says uh, how many cats would you be prepared, prepared to drown if it meant Poch would sign and honour a contract for the rest of his career zero obviously you're a fucking idiot. a lot as many, as many as you can fit in the it'd sack it'd be hard work George. in a sack no one said anything about sack you have to, you're trying to with your bare hands and it'd be scratching you and punished for his life. I'm not a huge fan of cats, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is actually walking out. <laughs> I'll see you later. Is that it? Yeah, fuck that. We're talking about drowning cats. We've been swansing through... Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Would you punch a swan? No, it's ridiculous. We've just been swansing through. We're talking about fucking football. We're talking about Would favourite you fucking... M40s, our favourite road. We're talking about how many cats we're drowning. Turn it off. Would you fucking cow? No, I'm sick of it. <laughs> He's no longer the big dog. Look, he is. I'm not a big dog. <laughs> you are. I'm just a main dog. Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.